0: how bad I am at answering the phone at work. I just let it go to voicemail and then they have a lock on it and I don't know what the password is, so I just tell them oh, no one called even
1: though I have eight voicemails. It's great. (laughs) I'm leaving that in the episode just so you know I'm not editing it. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I'm I'm keeping that so people know who they're dealing with when I say Tim S. They know that we're dealing with this kind of skill. Email that to my company so I can get that I, I I do have your boss's email, so all right, oh, let's let's get this shit rolling. Uh, all right, episode one of the Don Wands of Dynasty. Uh, I guess we'll go and just say like names real quick, and we're gonna say the format of Dynasty we're focusing on. So, well, just like first, Arlie... first thing, first thing. Do I have to hold my phone up, or is there a microphone in my earpods? There's a the microphone in your earpods. You're good. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Start I'm, over. I'm glad. No, no, that's that's in there. We're saving all of this. Oh, good, I'm good. good. I'm... I'm glad you didn't ask that before we double check. Okay, <laughs> uh, so so this is for two quarterback leagues, uh, half point per reception. Uh, our format is one tight end with two flex, two running backs, two quarterbacks, three wide receivers. Uh, fuck the defense and kicker; they don't count here, so we're gonna ignore those. Love it. Love uh, it. Uh, I'm Mike. So so that people get familiar with the names, and then you guys can just say your names so that people uh, know the voice. I'm John.
0: And I'm Tim.
1: Good shit. All right. So first segment we're going to be going over is offseason favorite and least favorite signings. Let's do this. Let's do Um, – we'll do it by position. So we'll do quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Um, And let's each go over first our favorites at, like, quarterback and then our least favorites at quarterback. And we'll just go down the list one at a time. Does oh, that work with you guys? do it by position. Oh, okay. That's fine. Well <laughs> – John, did you? Huh? Did you do it by position? Uh no. I did nothing for this actually, Mike. I was just gonna throw random players at you. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. But that works fine. Okay, that's fine. Uh that, okay. Let's go by favorite signing. I'll I'll say quarterback one. You guys are I mean you guys know the signings for quarterbacks. Um it was Bridgewater to Carolina, Rivers to the Colts, uh Foles went to the Bears. Um don't like any. What other ones? Brady went to the Bucks. Yeah, it's fair. Cam Newton's still out there waiting for a job. I don't think he's going to get one, even though he's been in the gym every day. <laughs> uh, Jameis Winston's sitting on the pine, so he doesn't have a job. Uh, who else, else? am I missing? Mariota went to the, to the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, good, good call. Okay, I think those are the big ones. Um, Chargers are still going to be whoa, waiting. Whoa, on whoa, 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 whoa! Kyle Allen to the Redskins. Oh, God, that's right. We forget. Yeah, that's that's a good – yeah, so that's – obviously, Haskins has to be on high alert at this point. Yeah, I'm keeping him in Dynasty, man. He'll be back. That's fair. Yeah, you, you kind of have to. Okay, let's let's start by favorite quarterback. So, this is probably like a controversial one because I hate him as a quarterback, but Bridgewater was probably a good signing by Carolina only because, for me, Joe Brady, which was the offensive coordinator for LSU, ended up becoming the Panthers coordinator – so I kind of like signing was, was Bridgewater, and that's less to do with Bridgewater. and has more to do with the fact that in that offense with DJ Moore, uh, McCaffrey, who he's going to dump off to a shit ton, just like he did with Kamara. And then I think that obviously they have Curtis Samuel, and then what do they get? Robbie Anderson. Robbie a couple Anderson, weeks yeah. Yeah. They
0: spent $10 million
1: on Robbie and Am- That's deep. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a waste. Yeah, well, that's, that could go into the – I don't know why they did that. But don't worry. Wait till he gets to my least favorite wide receiver signing. I have one that's going to be great. Okay, uh okay. what about you guys? Favorite favorite quarterback signings? You can you can say Brady to the Bucks. I wanted to go to the different one because I know one of you guys might say one. Tim you, you can go with that one.
0: Yeah, as a Patriots fan, I do have to go with Brady to the Bucks. I do think that it'll benefit Godwin more than Mike Evans though, because I don't know, I feel like Brady would have targeted Nikhil Harry more. He plays more of a Mike Evans role in the Patriots offense. But actually uh, I think uh Humphreys I don't... is is Humphreys still there on the Bucks? I don't. I don't know who their third I, receiver is, dude. He's a little is, white guy. Scotty has No, I know who that is. Uh, Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller, right? Is is um, so yeah? They do get. They did get a new one. You're right. Is um <laughs> what, a new li- a
1: new small little white guy? <laughs> no, he's a big white guy. Man. They're they're hard to find these days. Oh shit! Uh, is I think is
0: Humphreys on the Titans?
1: Where did he? go? Yes,
0: yes, he's on the Titans. Right, Patriots. Uh,
1: all right, that's a good call. Okay, so know, Scott
0: Miller is tiny.
1: You were right. Yeah, just, well, they have to be small white guys, so that's kind of like comes with the yeah, job. I'm foolish, dude. I know I'm right. Mike wouldn't let me on this podcast so I wasn't right. Yeah, it's true. I have to be pretty selective, even though it's <laughs> we're all co-hosting. All right, Tim, uh, you you went up. So, John, what about you? Um, I guess Mariota the Raiders. You guys didn't really leave me with much here, but uh. I know, car, car, cars kind you of can, trash, and at least <laughs> Mariota gives him some competition. You can, you can also, you can second one of the ones we said. You don't have to feel like you have to have a different one because we just took Bridgewater and Brady who were getting paid the most. Yeah, no, I definitely felt like I had to have a different one. <laughs> I it was, I was between that and Foles to the Bears, but that's just because Trubisky's trash. Yeah, Trubisky but is I trash. I think, I think they should have waited and gotten Cam Newton or something. But isn't the offensive
0: coordinator something in Chicago? He was like the old Eagles one. I forget. There's someone that he's connected to. I think it might just be Trey Burton or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's possible. Oh, awesome, oh, I don't can know. I, if it's Trey Burton, can I change my answer? <laughs> Is your favorite quarterback <laughs> signing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He's has been <laughs> All there, right, least, least favorite. Uh, these are. I have. I have a tie here, and I'll. I'll say why it's a tie in a sec. So. The one that I think is objectively just a bad signing is Rivers to the Colts, and that's just because yeah. honestly, Rivers is just fucking absolutely toast in my eyes. I just I don't get it by yeah. the Colts. I guess I we're not. Like a... I guess we're not family friendly. If no, it's already cursing. We're, no, I wasn't worried about the cursing. But right. It's it's for ages sixteen plus. All right, good because we're drinking, so it's only going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shout up my beer later. <laughs> Cool. So, so like, like I said, Rivers just and and here's the other thing: the Colts gave up their first round pick, what to get to Forrest Buckner, who they resigned after yeah. they traded for him. Yeah, yeah. so they're not going to get a quarterback. That was worth it, though. That was but worth it. You got to look at the team as a whole. I mean, that team needs a quarterback right now. Rivers wasn't doing anything special at the Chargers. He's a mobile. I mean, he can't move. What was what was wrong with Brissett? I think Brissett is just like. I don't know, it's the intangibles thing. He's, like, a backup replacement talent, but so is Rivers. Like, I don't know what that solved at this point in his career.
0: That's what I mean. That's, That's yeah. exactly... Take No, oh, take it away, Kenny. I was going to say that was exactly my problem with it. You're now paying, I think, Brissette was $17 million a year. Just something with a seven in it. But he... <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, uh, genuinely, they were paying, you know, however much for about, you know, the lower level you know, starter, high-level backup quality of play. And now they're paying $25 million a year for it, and it's the same level of play. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, late in the season last year, Phillip Rivers was driving, and all he had to do was get within field goal range to tie the game. All he had to do was dump it off to the running back three times, and they were within field goal range, wide open every time. He got selfish and forced it all three times to lose the game. It's just, that is a microcosm of what his career
1: is. Well, he just looked, I I remember watching him, he just looked like he he was, like, panicking.
0: Yeah, because he can't move, he doesn't, like, his arm strength isn't there anymore, and again, now they're overpaying for a sub-quality product.
1: Yeah, and his decision making—he was what was he second after Winston for interceptions. So like, he's not even making smart decisions with the ball either. Well, that could have been—that could have been oh, like twenty interceptions less. <laughs> you got to think that's of it that true. way. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. John, what about you? Least favorite. Um, I'll just second what you said on that. Let me see. I mean, yeah. what's—I don't think there's anything much worse than that. I don't know. I think Foles, Foles is my other because, one because think about it. Cam,
0: uh, Cam Newton, at least you know you haven't an, not an unknown, but you don't know how he's going to come back from the injury. At this point, they just paid for Foles' contract for no yeah, reason. Yeah, no.
1: I, I mean, that's definitely bad, but also it's still an upgrade from Trubisky. So it really depends on how you look at it. I think. I just think it's. I think it's that's just true. weird that they give up a fourth. They didn't have to give up anything, and they could have. Exactly. That's the bizarre part to me. I, I just, I, I agree hmm. with you. It's not as egregious as Rivers because I, I think Rivers is a completely a replacement level. It's less so that, and it's more so just what, what. Why does Foles keep getting these fat contracts? I just that's the other <laughs> thing. The Chicago has to pay him now. They have to pay him that obscene amount of money that Jacksonville is going to pay him, and they gave him a fourth. So like I don't know. Crazy move by me. Good for Jacksonville. Yeah, Jackson. Well, Jacksonville's in kind of a weird spot. They're like almost rebuilding, but not fully. But not really. Yeah. <clears throat> same with the same with the Panthers, actually. Yeah. Conner. Yeah. There. It's it's well. It's weird because they gave Bridgewater three years, which makes me kind of think that they're going to build everything but the quarterback for now, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, and then I'm not
0: gonna lie. Uh, oh, sorry, you go. You
1: go. I was just gonna say they resigned, or they didn't resign. They signed Robbie Anderson, which makes
0: no sense. No, that was actually. Uh... Again, I I had it written down, but I got carried away by just thinking fools. But I think Bridgewater was the worst quarterback signing, just because he's so safe. He's the safest quarterback, not named Tyrod Taylor.
1: Yeah, um, but the, he he the can Panthers, be on the Panthers.
0: He can be, but I'm saying for that type of money. Th- but think about if you're the Panthers and you have you know all the assets that you have. You have all that money that you offered to Teddy. You you need a quarterback, but you have insane skill position players, and you just want to have a difference maker. You had Kyle Allen, who wasn't very good, shipped him off. Will Greer, no potential there. I don't know what the hell he does out <laughs> on the field.
1: But I agree. You know,
0: Bridgewater is in the mold. Bridgewater is in the mold of Alex Smith before he went to Kansas City. He's so, like a game manager, where he I'm, can do. I'm enough. with
1: you. I think my defense of the move is like I know what they were at least going for. Like, Joe Brady wanted somebody there who was going to be safe and, like, play his system, and, like, I get that. Cam Newton has no touch on his ball, and I just think that Brady probably didn't believe that he was going to be able to train Newton to be that guy. I think I was listening to something the other day. I, I know Bridgewater is very safe, but I think when he threw a deep ball, he was pretty accurate. Like, I don't know the I, I don't know the numbers, but, Actually, like, when he's... he threw a deep, he was very accurate. Yeah, he's going
0: to – go ahead, Tim. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say one of the things that I actually wrote down because I I saw it, and it really stood out to me. People talk about Derek Carr as a quarterback that doesn't throw deep, and his yards per attempt is 7.2, <laughs> I think, on the season. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater was 7.1. Oh, I thought he was even worse, games, yeah. He, no, he had, he had Michael Thomas. Yeah, but he's also he – yeah, Well, obviously, a so it was his first five there, games but. in, what, like three years or something? after blowing out his knee too. You're right. But again, I I I wouldn't expect them to come in
1: gunslinging. I think it's weird because I think that my favorite move for them would have been not doing anything and keeping cam. I just think that it's interesting that they went away from that route, but obviously we're going to see if it pays off for them. I don't know. I'm not convinced, but I will say that that is the right system with basically every piece there with the exception of the quarterback. Yeah. They're they're giving, I mean, they're giving him everything he needs to be a very good quarterback. So, yeah Yeah. okay on to the next one uh so favorite and least favorite for running backs um my favorite is going to be a tie so i I will let me say these real quick so that they're notable the 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 notable running back hires was melvin gordon to denver for two years 16 mil uh Uh, jordan howard went to miami for two years 9.75 mil todd Gurley to atlanta for one year for six mil uh, and then after that, it's basically trash. You got J.D. McKissick uh, for two years, 3.2 mil to Detroit. My boy, Peyton Barber went to the Skins. Oh, I didn't know Peyton 100%. Barber signed with the Skins. That's yeah, bizarre. that's stupid. I actually didn't know that either. David. Johnson, Amir Abdullah. Uh, yeah. David. So David Johnson. <laughs> I guess. So look, okay, yeah. Include that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Include that for sure. No, he got traded. We'll count that. Move, any, anybody moves. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's let's be honest. It's like resuscitating his career. I don't know if it should be resuscitated, but we can get there. Anyway, uh, so my favorite signing is going to be – I'm going to go – so, like, I think you guys know that I was a fan of the Gurley signing only because the situation is right. I, I don't know what's going on in McVay's head. Um, I'm sure somebody else is going to up Gurley, so I'll save my thoughts. But I will go the other route and just say Melvin Gordon signing, I think, makes sense for Denver because it's not that expensive. It's, like, eight mil a year. Um, it's weird because they had Lindsey and Royce Freeman – and they're paying Gordon like they want him to be the bell cow. So for whatever reason, that regime has just never been sold on Philip Lindsay. And I think for fantasy purposes, for one to two years, Melvin Gordon is still pretty, pretty likely to be fantasy relevant. Favorite signing was Melvin Gordon of the Broncos, and it's only because this is just kind of you a low like investment. that. You like that signing? I like it for fantasy, dude. I think they're going to give him 20-plus touches a game. I think that they're going to – Royce Freeman, first off. Royce Freeman is out, so you well, can he's, put him he's on He's done. The he's done, yeah. But, okay, what do you do with Lindsey? Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay can't catch the ball. It's weird to say ah. this, but Melvin Gordon might be their best pass catcher. I can't believe ah, I'm
0: saying that. John, I agree with you
1: 100%, by the way, before you get into that. You're, you're good. I mean, yeah, how, how are you just going to off Lindsey? I so I agree with you. I don't think I don't think that that's what they should have done. I can tell you that if you're paying Gordon eight million a year, that Lindsay's gonna be kind of screwed. He's getting paid one million dollars as a free agent, basically. Lindsay really can't catch? He no Lindsey's hands aren't
0: good. He also uh. sucks at pass blocking. He's one of the worst in the league. That's why they make Freeman the uh pass catcher. He actually had more receiving or receptions than Lindsay.
1: Yeah, and you already know Gordon's going to be the thumper at the goal line. So that's why I secretly actually do like the signing. Um, okay, that's fair. But but like that being said, I don't know necessarily if it's the best path for a lot of teams, but Denver has a ton of cap. They uh, can pay them, and they are going to they can get off from this next year if they want. So yeah, for a one-two-year like deal, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say it's fine. Um, I, honestly, if you're a Lindsey owner, you're probably crying a little bit in your room, and I get yes. that. But... <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, man, there, there's always Chris Carson out there. That's that's true. Too bad we can't have him in this in this segment as your favorite or least favorite signing. He's yeah. my favorite. We'll we'll uh, we'll get we'll get to him, don't worry. That's fair. Okay, let's go let's go into uh your guys' ones. So really there's only a couple of notable ones, but but favorite between the ones that I mentioned, so Gordon Gurley uh and then some bullshit people below that, I guess. Yeah, I mean obviously I like Gurley to the Falcons for the same reasons you do. Um, I think I like Jordan Howard to the Dolphins, though. Because I I think they're going to go – I mean, they're going to go running back in the draft probably, but they're probably going to get, I don't know, maybe a DeAndre Swift or some kind of Mm -hmm. receiving back. And I think – I mean, people underestimate Howard. He's only, what, 25? Yep. He's exactly 25, yeah. I mean, he can't catch passes, but, like – He's still a good goal line back, and they can have a kind of like a one two punch thing going on. So I kind of like that signing. I'm gonna agree with you on that too. Actually, that's that's a great point because Howard costs nothing for them. They have a they yeah, have again. He's, ton he's of he was free. He was free. Oh yeah. And and you need to have protection because you never know in the draft that someone's gonna snipe your player. So like I get the move by the fins. I think it's a smart signing. But I mean, even even if they don't get one of the like like a DeAndre Swift, there's a lot of little receiving backs in this draft. <laughs> agree. Yeah.
0: So, John, I'm going to agree with you there. I think Howard was my favorite signing, just going along with the other signings that they got. This is a team that has no running back talent. They were starting Patrick Lair yeah, yes, yeah. Season, whoever that is. So they also signed uh, two interior linemen. They got the center from the Patriots, Ted Karras and Eric Flowers. Mm-hmm. Eric Flowers sucked as a tackle, but he went to the Redskins last season completely under the radar, switched to guard. He played very well. So I think that's going to be a big increase in the run game. And also, more importantly, again, like you said, they're definitely going to take a running back somewhere. They have so many picks, so much cap. But if they're going to draft a running back, Howard's shown that he can produce even when he's not the only guy in the backfield. This past season with Sanders, he had over 500 yards before he got hurt. He had, I think, two straight 1,000-yard seasons with Tariq Cohen. And before the injury ended the season this year, he was on pace for almost a thousand yards. He has not finished under nine hundred yards, you know, maybe one time in the last four
1: years. I mean and, and it makes it so they don't have to take a guy early. Like they can wait till the third and exactly. fourth round to take a little guy, little pass catching back and then and they're set.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just think he's he's a he's a
1: high floor low seat This kinda of guy. This if, signing reminds me eerily of if you guys remember a couple of years ago when the Browns went Carlos Hyde, and then Chubb got taken in the second. Everybody was scared off by Chubb going there because he had to compete with Carlos Hyde. I, I don't think anybody's scared of Howard, but it will be interesting to see if people believe this is still one of the best landing spots just because of opportunity. And you obviously love the lineman signings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so moving into least favorite, um, mine's going to be a, a move that a team did that they shouldn't have. And this is an absolute toss-up. So, like, you guys can pick – you know, if you have one that you dislike, which, Tim, you might have one Melvin Gordon, I get that. I'm going to go with, with just Todd Gurley mm-hmm. with the Rams. And it's just, Rams, what are you doing? You extended this guy last year after what he did. And you cut him – you lost a ton of dead money. And now your your running back room is Brown, Malcolm Bro, Brown, and Henderson. Darrell Henderson, man. Yeah, I can't like it. The I just – <laughs> The only thing I'll say is they know more about Gurley's need than anybody else in the league, so I don't know what they're looking at, but you have to feel very strongly if they're getting out from this contract. I mean, yeah, but then also, like, Atlanta picked him up pretty quick, so, like, he must have been relatively healthy. It was a good signing by Atlanta. It cost them nothing for one year. Yeah. Because Gurley still played well this year.
0: People don't think that. They just think, oh, he had hurt
1: me dude still
0: played really well. Yeah, it's yes, deceptive. And, and they didn't give him the ball.
1: Yeah, it's deceptive because of his yards per carry, but I don't think people realize that the Rams are one of the most atrocious run-blocking teams in the league. And fun fact, he's oh, still, he just turned 26. Gurley was actually 25 until a couple of months ago. Dude, the Rams line sucks so bad that
0: their top lineman, I think, is 37 years well, old. Well,
1: Mike, if he's 26 in four years, he'll be 30. So he's, <laughs> he's done to me in all dynasty leagues, all dynasty formats. That's fair. We're going to get into that when we're talking about sell high, my boy. That's <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Okay, uh, that's all I have for running backs. Do you guys want to chime in with other ones? I know we, we don't have too many running back ones. Uh, what do you think about Kenyon Drake and the Cardinals? I like it for them. That's another one. Like, uh, it, It's weird because it cost them some money, but, man, but they got the DeAndre was... freaking Hoppins out of that trade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hoppins, DeAndre Hoppins. Yeah, he's going to be hopping into wide receiver five or better better rankings. (laughs) I mean, Kenyon Drake's never really been like a bell cow kind of guy, right? He doesn't need to be. He just needs to be a scat back. Yeah, but is that how how they're going to – Oh, yeah,
0: I guess you're right. The way I'm looking at it is the way that the Raiders and the Patriots did it. You know, the Patriots have been doing it for a while, but the Raiders did it last year before they had uh, Josh Jacobs and everyone made fun of Derek Carr's yards per temp for it, you use the passing game to supplement the run. Yeah. So you use screen, short slants, things like that. And look at what they've been investing in the wide receiver position. They have Hakeem Butler, Isabella, Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins. They have no shortage. And uh, Murray's running it. And the they're moment. going to take a lineman. So I, I think, think all of that. I to yeah, they have, I think they exactly. have to. I think they have to. So, all of that's going
1: to go into, you know, supplementing the run. If they get Mechie L- Becton I, out of Louisville, that's going to be freakish. I think more of my point was, like, is he going to hold up? Because, like, had, I mean, in Miami and stuff, I don't think he was getting more than, like, 10, 12 carries a game, right? Oh, dude, they misutilized everyone. That that's was gay yeah. That was, was gay, Yeah, that was Gase.
0: Yeah, basically. But still, I'm
1: saying, like, even now if he comes in and gets 15, 20 carries a game, like, is that going to be, like, is he going to hold up? It all depends on how they use him. It, it's it's weird. I, I don't know. Was, or... Is he is he usually an injury concern guy? I don't remember him having injury issues, but I guess maybe he was banged up. It was just usage. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just saying he might not be used to the volume he's gonna get. Speaking of him, let's sure. see. Um...
0: Oh, dude! I love that we can hear the keystroke. My goodness! <laughs> you're, does that, that sound awful? we're hacking into football. Yeah. You're about to you're about to
1: hear Sandy pretty soon. Here, here's living. something I bet you didn't know. Can you drink? <laughs> 6'1". First off, six, one. did Didn't know he was 6'1". 212 pounds. So he's actually kind of big.
0: He Oh, he's a big hey, dude. Hey, John, you're wrong. How about yep. that? <laughs> hey, well,
1: that's. I thought that was going to be the name of the podcast. You're wrong. <laughs> I You know, it still can be. We'll change it. Speaking of people that came up when I Googled this, Kalen Balazs, rest in peace. You can go into the fantasy netherworld. <laughs>
0: Dude had all the tools in the world, but he couldn't – He's he, tall, he could too. He's, he's like 6'1", too.
1: Kalen – oh, yeah, he's a – I always band. thought he was like a little scat guy. No, he's a gigantor, but Kalen Balazs ran like he had on those drunk goggles that they want to put you on when you're 16 years old, so you know what it's like <laughs> to drunk drive. That's what it yeah. looked like when he was back there. I mean, they were using – what's his name? Patrick Laird or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. The
0: Patrick uh. Laird.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do we got
0: next? Oh, I was yeah, just I gonna to add really, really quick. Um, I hated the Melvin Gordon signing. I love Mel, like Melvin Gordon as a player. This works out well for him personally, and it does help. Again, I'm gonna you know just be straight with this. It helps Fant Sutton Lock. It opens up the you know the passing game. But we have but, to actually acknowledge. But does it? Because yeah, Lindsay.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you
0: off. But like Lindsey Lindsay, no, Lindsay was a good running back. That I was about to get into that, it helps the passing game, but it pisses me off because again, you guys know how shitty I am with getting running backs. I, I for some reason cannot McCool? get good running backs. <laughs> yeah, dude, LaShawn Decoy. But when did you take him in the first round? I hate what? What pick was it? Yes, I did six. Six Nice man. When he was twenty-nine years and old. It, was so it no. a
1: dynasty league? I forget. <laughs> I
0: it, it potentially
1: we'll look on it. the bright side. You Sean is only thirty two now, so you mm. actually might be able to still get back in on him. I have him on my <laughs> roster; he's on my bench. So let me know if you actually want me to extend that offer to you,
0: Tim. Who, who I have? Who is your next pick? Phillip
1: Rivers. <laughs> actually, my next pick was my. It was his oh, third oh, pick. Okay. That's the oh. that's the bell ringer. His third oh. pick was uh, <laughs> Terrell Pryor. <laughs> and for those listening who probably will never ever hear this.
0: Terrell Pryor had just had a thousand-yard receiving season for the Browns, and he was
1: looking okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's physically Lind- possible Tim- to pick him, but Lin- Lindsey had a thousand yards and seven touchdowns last year. I
0: know, John. I, I was literally getting into that. No, no, I'm, I'm.
1: I hate if you're saying that teams couldn't like respect
0: the run. Oh no, I'm saying like again now that like they they
1: have to. It they helps out it helps outlock them. Okay. It helps a because he's going to get a good pass blocking back, and he's going to be able to catch some passes. So I like it a lot for lock. Good, because I'm trying to exactly. double off
0: of somewhere. But for me, again, just as just the way I play fantasy, running backs are hard to find, like solid running backs. And seeing how Philip Lindsay ran, he had a thousand yard season. Like John said, great back. Can't really catch or you know pass block. It just sucks to see two running backs just completely wiped out by one signing. But I just want to say one last thing really quick. People keep saying, oh, well, maybe one of them will have like an Austin Eckler type role because that's what happened in the chart or at the Chargers. Dude, Lindsey and Freeman combined caught less passes than Eckler last season. So just the idea that one of them can assume pass catching duties and be, quote unquote, an Eckler type that's just absurd
1: that no, i i i agree with you tim and to be honest with you i think what you do is you take a shovel and you dig 12 feet down and you put royce cream in there and then you go six <laughs> feet up and you put phil Lindsay right above him and then you go six four feet up and you're at the top
0: <laughs>
1: define top you're ground level <laughs> yes yeah, so, so i agree with you they're they're cooked their their value is going to be plummeting um Fantasy-wise, I think they're going to do re- good real life. Sure, they're going to be role wise, players, though. They're not going to be the same guys in fantasy. Yeah. All right, moving into wide receivers. Um, my favorite signing – this is just a very heads-up signing to me – was uh, Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I, I just – I love the move. It didn't cost – like, going back to it didn't cost them anything. Two years, $16 million. Yeah, shockingly, Emmanuel Sanders is actually 33 years old, which – you don't love to see, but for fantasy purposes, like if he's going to go anywhere that has any kind of value, it's New it's Orleans. And and he's a little guy, so they typically last a little longer. Yeah, and yeah. he's he's a great route runner, but people forget he's not he's not a physical guy, which means he can play when he's a little bit older. And Michael Thomas is going to be plucking away the number one, so he's going to be able to work underneath a lot. I mean, I, I like it for him, to be honest, a lot. There goes Traquan Smith's – what's he in his fourth year? Third year? Third year breakout? You can – this is gonna be you scary. can put Traquan yeah. Smith yeah. to the right of uh, Royce Freeman. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but uh yeah, He's I, just I, always I like injured. that signing though Traquan. I I has he really been hurt?
0: I don't know. Yes, but we, we will talk about him later. Okay, okay. That's fair. <laughs> but Mike, I completely agree with you. Like when Sanders got traded midseason to the 49ers, he immediately became one of their top uh weapons. Even though, again, they invested so much in the wide receiver position. They spent two second-round picks and a third-round pick in the past two years on wide receivers. Sanders came in, became the immediate number one other than Kittle, obviously. And even though the offense was run first, he still played really solidly. And now he's joining an offense that has, you know, they have a good pass-catching tight end. Kamara, one of the best wide receivers in football. And, again, when Traquan Smith shows up, he plays pretty well, too. And like you said, when but, Thomas has the number one, I think he's going to feast underneath.
1: Yeah, I, I also just think it's like, I mean, the 49ers are a good offense that utilizes a guy like him. Like the Saints are kind of the same way. If they have a small, quick guy, like they just know how to use him. You know? Yeah. And they didn't have that guy last year. Um, hey, you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. Do you guys have any other wide receiver signings that you liked before we go into ones we disliked? Mm. What other ones were there? Just throw a couple out there. Uh, I, got, yeah,
0: I, I... I got one. I have Brashad Perriman. Man. Yeah. I like okay. that. A sneaky boy. Because Perriman, at the end of the year, he played really, really well. I don't know if you guys have ESPN open right now, but if
1: you want to just put yeah, he, he it Yeah, he did ESPN. play well at the end. I do remember that. You're right. Okay, but you got to think he had Winston and all the other receivers were hurt.
0: Yes, but he's stepping into New York and Robbie Anderson just left. Paraman, Robbie Anderson, they're both tall, lanky kind of dudes. Very, very fast. I think they're going to play the same role. And, and again, I, I pay a lot of attention to Darnold because I have him in the one league that we're in. And, you know, Darnold and Anderson had a great connection. I think that Perriman will step in there. And, again, this is looking forward to one of our next segments. I think he's going to be a nice buy low. He's only 26 years old. And, you know, maybe there's a Devontae Parker-type breakout for him. I was going to say, he was
1: a first-round pick, right? Yeah,
0: I, I mean – he was. He's got a, a lot of talent. I don't him. want to yeah. get
1: into the heat of it, but, like, as an ex-Raven, like, uh, there are things that I've seen about him that I don't love. I, I will give credit. He He's kind of turned his career around a little bit. I, I still don't trust his hands, and his route running is questionable, but his athleticism is certainly there, and at 26 he's shown it. So, he has a good opportunity. I can't hit on what you're saying too much there, Tim. How, how Like I said, it's – How long oh, was – Sorry, sorry, gotcha. sorry Tim. How long was he on the Bucks for? One year. Oh, one year. I was going to yeah. say, cause you, I mean, he was kind of, I mean, like you had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, like he's kind of covered up there. You know what I mean? So now he has a chance on the jets to be the guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said, he's a buy
0: low, you know, if, if he continues to take the step forward, that's great. Also he looks
1: like predator. That's pretty <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess we can add that to the list <laughs> of things. I mean, the Ravens literally <laughs> caught him in 2018. He was actually on Cleveland for, 2018 too. I don't. Maybe he'd I don't think mm-hmm. he was traded, but he was on there at some point. And then yeah, he was on the Bucks. Oh, last I completely year. forgot about that. Well, the, the the fact that Cleveland wanted him, I guess that was still pre like Cleveland using any kind of was, sense. But yeah.
0: No, I remember that he would have two catches a game for, like, 40 yards and a touchdown.
1: Well, I promise you he didn't average a <laughs> touchdown a game because he didn't ever have a 60-touchdown year, but I understand the point.
0: <laughs> you you know what I mean. It, it felt like every time i tune in, i just see him catch and I'm like, what? like he's on the Browns now? I think
1: you and I are, are looking through different glasses, and I only say that because, like, watching him on the Ravens every time I tuned in, he failed me. Mike, you're the only one that wears glasses, though, so. Yeah, and my, that means mine's probably work.
0: <laughs> no, but I do have to say that True. is why, uh, again, this is a completely unrelated issue, but when someone was talking about, you know, people getting fleeced and all that, I always said keeping an open line of communication is good because just being able to have that inside, you know, not inside scoop, but if I asked Mike, like, hey, Mike, I know you're a Ravens fan. What do you think about Justice Hill? And you could tell me something about that rather than me going in blind and being like, oh, they spent a fourth round pick on him. He's probably good.
1: Yeah. Well, yep. we can get into yep. For sure. I think that maybe next week we can focus on not just trade valuations, but like like how how do you, you know, finesse a trade with somebody slash how do you make sure that you're doing a trade that makes sense for both parties. We talk about this all the time. So I think that'll probably be something good for next week. That's can a a tag in McFadden on that <laughs> one. Yeah, if we have guest speakers, <laughs> we might never get done with the show. So I'm I'm not gonna go there on it. Uh do you guys have any other ones that you like? Tim, I know you mentioned that one. To be honest with you, John, it was pretty quiet in terms of signings. I didn't even ask that. Robbie Anderson, you knew about him to Carolina Cobb, uh, from Dallas to Houston. He just takes. Yeah, Kiki's mean, role. Cobb's For- going to be the next Cobb's the next DeAndre Hopkins. So, other than other than that, no. Okay. The former Cowboy. Good. Let's let's go to let's go to least favorite. Hey Cobb, Cobb played pretty well, end of year on the Cowboys. He side. did. Yeah, he
0: did. He did filled in really well. But it makes Randall, no
1: sense. Randall Randall Cobb. Uh, is is my least favorite and I'm I'm absolutely just going to shit on the Texans here I'm going to be 100% honest (laughs) I mean this is a team that somehow thought that they could trade DeAndre Hopkins and then Randall Cobb was going to be sufficient compensation for what they missed he's 30 years old FYI this deal that he signed contract wise is three years 27 million dollars so they're giving him almost 10 million dollars a year for, for already being 30, so you've seen his peak, and he's had a career, I believe, one 1,000-yard 1, year, and it was with Aaron Rodgers, and I think it was 2012.
0: So, oh, they forced that. Uh, yeah, they
1: and uh, listen, it's not that he can't be a role player, and I understand the evaluation of, like, receivers and why they're paid the way they are, but Houston, I mean, what are you doing? You have no cap. Why are you making this move? I, I, I just, I hate it. I hate the move. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you kind of Hit it on the head there, Mike.
0: <laughs> I mean, they have a guy in his role already. That's what I don't understand. Kiki Kuti, just the way that they were using him with that underneath, like kind of ga- not gadget. He, he's been hurt him, too, though. Yeah, a lot. That's true. But still, it's like it's that kind of role. And why would you pay that much to a Kiki like,
1: Yeah, I feel like Will Fuller is kind of that role too. Well, Will Fuller. Let
0: bleh, me, Will Fuller also gets let it.
1: Let me point <laughs> out a sneaky one. That I don't dislike. I just want to bring this one up. Demarcus Robinson saying with the Chiefs is very interesting to me because it's almost like people are going to have to do another wait and see year with McCole Hardman. Uh, Sammy Watkins is going to be retained by them. They're keeping yeah, Demarcus he, Robinson. He, Sammy Watkins uh, took a pay cut, right? Yeah, inevitably because he was getting paid twenty million dollars for six hundred <laughs> receiving yards, which is unacceptable. <laughs> Two hundred of them coming in first game of the year. Yeah, it's well. That, yeah, don't even get me started on Sammy Watkins. We might never finish this. <laughs> Do you guys have? Yeah, go- yeah, go ahead, John. I, I was actually trying to buy we'll get McCall Harmon from someone in our league, and now I don't think I want him. I think Just it's going I I to take another year for him to actually develop and be the slot guy. But hypothetically, wouldn't that be the time to buy when it's looking a little cloudy? Okay. Yeah, I think it's a good – yes, so I will agree <laughs> with you. It is a good buy low, if you will, because it's fresh in people's mind that they're going to have to sit on him. But I just think that you you can't necessarily expect him to step in there this year. But I think I'm okay with you giving up, like, a third for him, something like that, if it's a mid-third. I don't know if anybody's trading him for that because I think he was a second or late first last year. So I'd be questioning Ooh, a that. Mid, a mid-third. Uh, really? Huh. I could can... – Definitely give that up if I had it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair, I guess. Uh, but do here I am. Think... I have a third, and I'm not going to trade it from a Horman. So, what, what am I saying? Oh, I would. Do you, think, do you think Derek would give me back the third that he stole? I mean, yeah, I I could Derek's not we, we could he'd, probably he'd give it to Austin. Should we add him in? Hey,
0: Derek, download this app. <laughs> <laughs> with this one cheap trick. <laughs> But actually, okay, would you that's a mind? Good point. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Do you, do you have any other uh, free agency signings
1: you want to talk about? Because I think this would be a nice segue into the next section. Okay, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I agree. I have I have one thing, but you're right. We're taking a long time, so they're going to be quick. Just for tight end, quick hits. Uh, a, a signing that I like for fantasy value, not for the team, is Hayden Hurst. Uh, no, Hurst. No, no, okay. Hayden Hurst. Oh yeah, because he he cost uh he's going to cost the Falcons nothing. It's an absolute finesse job by the Ravens that they got a second. I mean. I can tell you Hayden is basically 65 years old. He's up there with Brandon waiting for the oldest rookies ever drafted. So it was a good move by the Ravens to dump him, realizing what Mark Andrews was and could be. So I did like that move. Um, and then I'll, I'll say my bad one, and then if you guys have anything else to close out, I'll let you go. My one that's just a trash signing is Jimmy Graham to Chicago for two years, $16 million. Oh, I don't understand. So it. how, how – how does Jimmy Graham keep pulling this off? <laughs> he played basketball. Yeah. He only <laughs> played basketball. I think like, I don't know. He he has the opposite type of agent that Melvin Gordon has, because Melvin Gordon could barely sniff eight million dollars a year and Jimmy Graham is somehow scooping this into his Brinks trunk, and I don't understand it. <laughs> he somehow does nothing and then gets a new team this on him. For a lot of money. Jimmy it Jimmy makes no sense. Jimmy Graham has some of the most disappointing break tackle ability of any tight end I've ever seen. And that's how I felt three years ago, and it's not getting any better.
0: He <laughs> has compromising pictures of good health. That's the
1: only reason believe. <laughs> <in the league. laughs> that's probably true. Okay, that, that's everything I had. Uh do you guys have any other ones before Tim? You can take back segment. Yeah, I think we should move on.
0: Uh yeah. What I was gonna say just while we were talking about Hardman is uh, you know, when when you're doing like a hold. Uh, for me, the biggest thing is when you're talking to some fantasy owners and you're asking, hey, you know, why are you holding on to this guy or what do you think about, you know, one of your stash players' opinions? And they start going on this whole thing of all they gotta do is get a new head coach, uh, the starter has to be injured, and then uh the all the wide receivers have to die in a plane accident, and maybe they'll be good. It's like when you gotta start going through all of that like bending over backwards and shit, that's when your hold is
1: going on way too long and you need to know when to give up on somebody. Okay, Tim, so I agree with that. And That's actually why I'm trying to trade Locke in our two-quarterback league. Because even though it's two quarterbacks, I have Baker and Lamar, and even if Locke becomes good, I'm never going to start him. So, like, I'm trying to dump him now while he has value. Mm. So, I kind, of, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Now, I I like,
0: you know, again, that you're trying to, like, make the moves because, as you know, in our leagues, no one likes to make moves. But it's nice to see someone doing it. But what I like to do with quarterbacks, at least, you know, that's why I'm holding on to Rivers just for dear life, just so that I can have something. Because if you have two quarterbacks that are okay, I mean, obviously, you know, Lamar's Lamar. You're going to start him every week. But if Baker is going up against a buzzsaw, like, you remember what the Bears were looking like a couple years ago? Yeah. If you have a quarterback going up against something like that, you want to have something on your bench that you're confident starting.
1: No, but I'm so, saying I'm saying there's no point in holding on to Locke. Like, I could just get – I mean, I don't know, Tyrod Taylor off the, off the waiver wire or something. You know what I mean? Like, I might as well trade him to get another asset. Yeah, I think, John, you're in an eerily similar position that I'm in my other league where I have Lamar and uh, Rodgers and I've just been trying to trade Kirk Cousins. And it's it's one of those things where you just look at somebody, you know, like, somebody give me a late first certain early second for this guy because I know he's worth this and I know that it's it, – it, you just don't want to look at yourself giving up the value on it. And we've talked about this with other league owners that they just love looking at how full their roster is. And it's like at some point you have to consolidate your stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. I mean, he's – I mean – I, he, he's never going to start, even if I think he's going to be a, a, a good player. I think he's going to be good next year. He's he's not going to start on my team. Yeah, and and to go off of that point, one of the things that a lot of people have been talking about in superflex and two QB leagues is, well, if you have picks one and two, you know you have to take, you have to take Burrow and Tua, and it, it's crazy to me that people think like this because maybe some leagues operate in a vein where you can trade these guys and they're always going to have value. But if you already have one or two good quarterbacks, you just use your most premium picks on two positions that are not helping you and you have to move again.
0: So maybe,
1: maybe for some people they're going to give you the farm for them if they turn into Lamar Jackson. But you know, we've seen it in leagues where people just do not budge on their, on their evaluation. So like, I mean, and that's a big if, yeah. yeah, if they I mean, and, and I mean, look what uh, a certain someone did in our UD league when they took Haskins and they tried to take Daniel Jones as well, even though they already had Mahomes and and Andrew Luck and a couple other Andrew Luck before he retired, and a couple other quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's, that's I think that's what they were thinking.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. corn market. I
1: agree. One of the Mm. things I always look at when I'm trying to get rid of people isn't necessarily whether or not they're good or bad, but it's, are they good or bad for my team? And like, am I going to be, so like a great example is consolidating your pieces because you're looking at your top end talent. I don't think enough times people look at the two or three best teams in their league and think about if they're playing that team, how they stack up. You know, you you need to look at what your two best oh, running yeah. backs and your two best wide receivers look like next to the person who looks like they're the league favorite. Yes, anything can happen, but if you don't look like you can beat them, how do you reconsolidate to, to get there? And and is it selling the farm, or is it, is it a, a year away? What do you do, and how do you move your picks for it? And you have to really recognize that quickly. I mean, that's, that's kind of the situation I'm in now, and – that's something I think we'll get into yeah, a I little bit corner. corner.
0: Now, I <laughs> in the trade. Corner. I one hundred percent agree. I think uh I remember reading an article a little while ago. It was about uh one of those like single year leagues, and the biggest part of it was if you have, you know, a a wide receiver and a running back that you can kind of plug and play, a high floor, low ceiling kind of guy, and then maybe, you know, an extra quarterback, tight end, whatever you need. After that, you have all the room in the world for just having upside guys. You know, the the type of like Drew Locke, Micole Hardman. It just seems pointless to me when people cut them or do something because of like, oh well, I want like another Frank Gore type. It's like, nah, dude, you you hold on to that type of value. I I know that wasn't exactly, you know, relevant what we're saying, but I just wanted to get that out there because I
1: see it happen so much with people want like the immediate points. But they don't keep like yeah high and, and it's interesting to so like a great example of this and I, I'm going to draw back to our league is I, I was able to trade you know Bell Kareem Hunt a second for a first I think that I lost on the trade in terms of pure value but I think that for what I'm trying to do the trade made sense and ironically enough I don't know why the person I was playing did it I don't I don't think that move made sense for him at all so <laughs> it did not but you know what? I'm going for Hunt on his team. So yeah, fair enough. Okay it sounds me. like. But also, I don't. I also don't know how your team was that bad. Well, so I, can I... we? Can we somehow? Yeah. Let me. Let me get yeah, your, So let me, so let me actually run quick. down the list of things that went wrong last year. I, I'd be happy to do this. I'm, I'm glad you went to it right away. Uh, let, let's look at my team real quick. Yeah, members. Let, let me let me let me get to your team because I have your second, and your second is
0: sure, yeah, obviously.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> but I'm 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 looking at your team. Breeze, Breeze got hurt. you have Rogers. Breeze, and Breeze missed half the year. Breeze did get hurt. You were who? Were your oh, Mason Rudolph. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Todd Gurley, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas. <laughs> well, I guess you traded away half your team, so it's pointless looking at it now. Antonio but Brown went else did to you school had, I gave you more than 10 points You had Kareem Hunt And 10, we'll give him 6 Yeah, John, six, John Ross really. got hurt Not like that was going to be the camel that broke the fucking Or the straw that broke the camel's back But that obviously didn't help Okay, but Yeah, no point looking at your team Before <laughs> before you trade away the house It happens, man I thought know, like, Sometimes it's good. not your year uh, Joe Mixon obviously took half a season for him to figure it out I, well, he was just dealing with some, uh, just a bunk ass team. So everybody around him is garbanzo beans. I like mixing a lot, but yeah, it, it was not happening. Um, Got an Yeah, off I, listen. Also, like, keep in mind, it's really hard to to repeat, let alone three peat. Like, you're just your roster needs to sometimes get blown up every couple of years. Like, short of having like three of the most cornerstone wide receivers, mm-hmm. it's just inevitable.
0: Oh yeah, unless you had.
1: Oh, I mean, I agree. I agree, but you didn't have <laughs> oh, that's to a different me a story. Coming last. Is, is is all I'm yeah. Saying. I might as well have given you is my third, saying, but you know? just kept the second. Well, I mean, you gave me Corey Davis, so I yeah, think I'd, I would. have I don't third. think Corey Davis is worth a, a I don't know, fucking five nickels. Actually, no. I I, I think speaking, fifth year breakout. I was feeling. I was. I was getting a very Devonte Parker vibe. I was going to so. say this is the uh, well,
0: technically the highlight of the segment is when to give up on a player. And I have a special mention for players like Corey Davis. I think that Corey Davis is a player that you should hold because again, you have the high draft capital. He was a first round pick and you know, he has that he has another first round pick on his roster. They just re-signed the quarterback. You know, there's
1: potential for him to break out. It, are, the, are the Titans going to pick up his fifth year option? I'm not though?
0: sure. I think he's still under contract. But again, what I just wanted to say really, really briefly, I just had a couple of bullet points I just wanted to run through because this is, you know, this is a thing I feel very strongly about because you guys know me. I was very, very new to Dynasty when we started. The one that we did, that was the first one I ever did. And all the, all the weren't very serious because they were just my high school friends and we didn't know anything. Like, so, you know, this is just a, it was all very new to me, but looking back on it, I'm seeing so many errors I made and, you know, a lot of first time dynasty players might make is you need to look at team trends. Like what I was saying before with the Cardinals, when they invested so much in their passing game, that's when you hold on to someone like even Hakeem Butler, who was a fourth round pick and now he's going to be like a fifth on yeah, the I'm going to get to him. On the depth chart, I think he's a hold straight up. I think people like him and Isabella and Keyshawn Johnson, I think they're a hold because no matter what happens, that offense will so, throw. So that's the kind of person. Guy John.
1: Dude, I was just going to say, I was looking at Hakeem Butler the other freakish. day. His like combine stuff was it, freakish, but the same, almost mm-hmm. the same as Larry Fitzgerald. And Fitzgerald yeah. is, what, thirty eight. Like, I think – I mean, you see him still as the starting mm-hmm. X or whatever receiver, but I think, like, Hakeem Butler could just replace him, and then it's him mm-hmm. and um, Hopkins. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. he's definitely a hold, which you you traded him to me mm-hmm. in our in our other league as a toss-in.
0: Well, that was after the Hopkins trade,
1: but, you know, now, I, now that I did research on it, I realized I was wrong. Yeah, but um, I'm – I, you gave it to me. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I... I uh, honestly, I'm, so, like, Tim, I agree with a lot of the players you're stating. So let me say some some things about Corey Davis that probably aren't apparent to the naked eye when you look at him as a prospect. So first off, he played in the MAC conference. So he was getting covered by a bunch of... Western yeah, Michigan. He was getting covered by a bunch of bow Dangle fucking third-string NFL caliber cornerbacks at college. <laughs> Secondly, didn't actually do the combine whatsoever. So we don't know frickin' any of his metrics he didn't do anything for vert testing he didn't do a 40 yard dash he didn't do a shuttle he didn't do a three cone he didn't do anything so you don't actually know what his physical traits are so really what you know that he was good at his route running and he was good at potentially being able to actually get legitimate separation based on his route running but not because he was physically gifted so I, I think that I was at the point when I traded him to John not to say that he doesn't have the chance to still evolve but I think that based on why he was drafted which is his route running and and obviously his physicality you just you don't see it enough in his first two years you also got to keep in mind that in his second year he was the only guy there and he still didn't get 1000 yards and they were pumping him the ball his efficiency metrics were bad so like this is this is to say yeah. this is to say that he's risky okay and you have to know when a first round pick is only gonna be worth something to people because he was still a first round pick. So it's the risk I took. He could be Devontae Parker, certainly, but that's the way I looked at that. Okay, I didn't know any of the things you just said about how he didn't do the combine or whatever, but what I was thinking on that trade is that he had Marcus Mariota yeah. agreed. Agreed. Ball. And he wasn't stories. very good. Two, two, two. if he's not a number one, I was thinking maybe he goes to a new team and say he was a number two on, like, the Packers. And he doesn't have the number yeah. one cornerback coverage. He could be a Boyd. Boyd, Boyd developed yeah, late in his be career. and actually has a similar athletic profile to him. So, yeah, I mean, there's still hope for him, certainly. I think it's whether or not you want to sell at the point at which, like, you know, I think when I trade him to you, John, his perceived value is around a second. And I didn't want the top to fall out from under him. Could he go back to a first year? His pedigree's always gonna keep him up there a little bit. And it, it all goes back to, I mean, I so I traded you Bell for him in a second, and <laughs> your second ended up being <laughs> later than I thought. But right. also no but also mm-hmm. nobody wanted Bell. So it really it doesn't matter how I value him, it just matters how everyone else in the league values him. And I wasn't gonna get anything else for him. And I wanted him off my team. Yeah, exactly. And you know you gotta know that. So Yep, and this goes back to the, so the I, context yeah. is, is important, right? So in our league, I think you did what made sense based on the circumstances. And I think that sometimes people have to take a risk and lose value and like that goes back to the you know, Tim's point of when do you hold him, when do you sell him. Hakeem, you know, a guy like Hakeem Butler, why would you trade him? Because nobody's gonna give you what you want for him and his upside is still really high. You know, he could still be a, a second wide receiver on a team like that, even with, yeah. you know, Hopkins there and whatever. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's know your guys' pedigree and know when, when you're willing to take the risk because, at best case, where are they on your roster? And, dude, even, even in this draft, pick 20, I could get a receiver who could end up being – who could end up yeah. outscoring um, yeah. and, and the truth is, here. at the time when you made that trade, <laughs> it was 50-50. <laughs> so, that could have been the pick 13. It could have been the pick 20. So – you know, you we both roll the dice respectively. Yeah, I, you got to take risks. Yes, hey, hey yeah. I
0: trade you to keep up.
1: <laughs> Well, it's the reason that a league mate hasn't won yet is because he refuses to take risks. So, yeah, not you. I just traded you. 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 you for Joe. <laughs> <you>. oh, <okay. laughs> it wasn't you. Not you. Not you. Not okay, Tim, do you have anything <laughs> else you want to talk about on yeah. this segment?
0: <laughs> I just wanted to have what, just one last closing statement. Is Again, Dynasty is scary sometimes, you know, with just when you want to drop or cut someone and you're worried that they're going to explode the next year because everyone has a horror story like that. Yeah, Kenny Gallagher, Gallagher. you know, people have made trades like Mike with the Alvin Kamara trade. Like, just people make trades sometimes or they release people and it doesn't work. And you can't let the fear of that happening to, you know, stop you from picking up a new player because, you know, for every, you know, Kenny Galladay, I drop, which you know has happened once, and then I learned my lesson. But you know, after, yeah, and and well, there's and only one you know Kenny Galladay. So, but you know what I mean? Is yeah, I, go I'm ahead. sorry I just want to finish really, really quick. It's just you know, after you drop someone like that, th- then you think back to I made sixty roster moves this year, and I think fifty nine of them ended up being nothing. So it's like that's fifty nine nobodies. And for, you know, maybe I messed up on Kenny Galladay. Yeah, he's a top five receiver. Biggest mistake I made was my first year in fantasy for Dynasty. But, again, it's just you got to focus on the positives of, you know, you know, I got Terry McLaurin this year on a free agent pickup. John, you got Tyler Boyd. Things happen like that. It's like it evens out. So you can't be worried about cutting
1: the bait. Oh, dude, yeah. you're, Yeah, you're not going to win all your trades, all your pickups. You're not going to win them all.
0: But yeah, that was it for uh, – No, opinion.
1: I I agree with you. And, and the only solace I have in the whole trade that I did is the Antonio Brown for the two years that I had him and before he decided he wasn't going to take his meds anymore and go back to school is that he actually won me basically two years. And then on top of that, he also <laughs> actually uh, – helped me facilitate a trade to get 1.02 and 1.07. And the running back I gave up, which was Kamara, ended up netting that person 1.06 and 1.09. So feel better about the value I got versus what he got. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I mean, you got to think, in the long run, what, I gave up pick, pick 10 for Devontae Parker, what, mm-hmm. two years ago? But then this year, I mean, at the time – Everyone was making fun of yep, me this year. Exactly. Sometimes it takes yeah. a couple of years. You know, it worked out. Like, in the, in, in the, yeah, in the long run, it's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a dynasty league for a reason.
0: That's so. another thing. It's just everyone, like, if you're in the league for five years, you're going to have one good year eventually. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's, okay. Let's do this because you have to. buy
0: highs or buy lows. We're,
1: yeah. we're ready at 50 minutes. But let's go into, yeah, buy highs and buy lows. Let's, let's cut this a little bit. Let's save. I have I have buy highs that I'm going to discuss, and that might be a little bit more interesting for, for my piece because I think maybe we could have similar buy lows. Um, I'm going to save my buy lows for next week, and we can talk about segments then. Does that work for you guys? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's fine. Whoever you want to talk about, we can talk about. about We can mm-hmm. also break some up. There's enough guys here that I think that's not going to be an issue. I can go quick with mine. I don't have a one. All way. right. Um, oh, yeah, we have plenty. Do you guys want to go person-by-person person or you want to just say our five or however many you have? Maybe person-by-person is good. I think we'll have some. That's finally. fine. That's we true. Okay. By uh, yeah, we'll first, first by high is going to be uh, Josh Jacobs, which this is going to pain John because uh, obviously he's been trying to get Josh Jacobs in a league and he doesn't have him, but he has him in the other league. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: <laughs> here's my thing with Josh Jacobs. Uh, he scares me a little bit with Uh, the way he got hurt last year. I don't think people realize that he actually hasn't been tested in terms of his carry volume. So we don't actually know how well he holds up from year to year, but I do like the commitment by this team to just actually spend not only a first on him, but then kind of build around him. His ceiling is high because I think he still can learn how to catch passes. So like, I like what I'm seeing. And I'm also just assessing the league and how few bell cows there are. And I just think that at this point, in the, you know, and where we are in fantasy in 2020, I like to see a guy that I know I don't have to worry about. And I think that's what Josh Jacobs is in Oakland.
0: Especially spending first round pick on him. They know they're going to give him the ball.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I like what you said. He was hurt a lot and he played through it, which it's, is kind of concerning. It's concerning. Nice, but it's concerning. A little like bit. If, if
0: you have him on your team, yeah, that's right. good. But yeah, I mean, it's good. Like, don't do that.
1: Long, Yeah, long term. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, here, uh, here let's, go, let's go
1: person by person, so you guys can ask. Can I just add one one
0: really quick thing? Uh, I just wanted to add my reading comprehension skills. Uh, I thought you meant sell high, buy low, but you said buy high. I thought you just you know messed that up right quick. Turns out I was wrong, so uh, I can only talk about the buy lows. Okay. <laughs> let's.
1: Well, I, yeah, I just I, have I just yeah. Have let's do it that way. If let's do it. Let's do it that about. way. So how about this? Like I'll, I'll go through. I'll go through my buy highs because I haven't I have them organized. Then you guys can just toss mm-hmm. out people in whatever order: buy high, sell high, sell low. Whatever you want to say. Is that work? Works for me. I mean, I just I just had a couple. I just had a couple names, and I was going to say, talk about them a little bit. and be like, Okay. Are you buying? Are that that works for you me. Uh, so I think like Jacobs. Kind of we all agreed we would be buying. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. John, want you to know somebody. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think you guys know who I'm starting with here. His <laughs> name is Derek Lamar Henry. I think I'm selling. He just had,
0: you know, an incredible season, and we we've personally talked about this a lot. It, without the receiving option, it took him, you know, how many receiving yard, or rushing yards Good. and you know rushing touchdowns to get to a top position. And he was—he
1: was—I mean—he was only what yeah. r- running back five or something. Okay, so that's what I'm hearing is the whole sell <laughs> thing, and I'm currently trying to trade him in the league
0: because everyone nobody knows
1: nobody that. wants him for some fucking for some fucking reason. He's only had 800 carries in his career. I know he had a lot this year, but Ezekiel Elliott has had like 1,200 or something like that. He also like, doesn't he like he hasn't been gets used. Tackled either. It looks like he just goes like everyone's like, oh, too. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He's huge. He's bigger than the freaking offensive line. But like, he hasn't really. He was behind Demarco Murray for a while, so like, he was never really. He. It's not like he's been in the league for four years and gotten four hundred carries a year. Like I think it was like his first. Yeah, how, he's been last what, year was years? his
0: first full year. Like, I think his first being
1: lead back. Yeah. If you include the playoffs this year, I think his first like three years or something, he didn't even get as many carries as he did this year. It's like there's like some yeah. stat out there. that's It's ridiculous. So like, it's not like he's been I mean, I know he's 26 and dynasty. That's kind of old for running back. But like, it's not like he's been getting 300 carries a year. I yeah, so, so I I'm in a tough say... spot. I think you bring up excellent points, and I think that he's only a sell because of everything that he can't control. I think it's age, and I think it's just the way that people view running backs. I think there's a very low number of running backs right now that technically don't hit the threshold at 26, 27, where you get a little antsy. And that includes even people like Gurley, who at this point is, theoretically speaking, you know, he's a sell just because of the way he's been used. And you're right. He's been touching the ball less, and I got to agree on that. I think my problem is that Derrick Henry to me is is less of a Swiss Army knife back, and he's just we haven't seen somebody who runs like him. So I think that for a lot of people, it's just the uncertainty of somebody like his play style is going to hold up. It's, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like he's he, this year was probably his max. Like he has to get. I mean, it? It, he'll have games where he he'll have games where he has 30 carries for three touchdowns and 100 they're 200 yards or something, but then you'll have games where he has 20 carries for 80 yards and that's it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't get any receptions. So he's not really like the modern day back, but and he has an offense that. Built around him. But he's still scoring. He's still, he has an offense built around him and he's still, I think, what, I think it goes back to the, what's your window, last year? Right? Like, If lot. you think you're going to win in the next two years, it's what, it's what, it's what it's going to cost you too. If, if you have them, you, you should keep, you him keep them. If you think you're a legitimate contender in the next two years, if you don't think you're a contender, you need to weigh your options because, I, you know, actually somebody was talking about this in the yesterday, and if you have a running back like him and then he has two games at the start of the year where he gets 25 points, people all of a sudden remember why he's so good. For some reason, running backs are just devalued that are slightly older during the offseason because people don't look at what somebody's actually done and they look at their potential. So the offseason is all about potential, and I think that that's what you're running into right now when you're trying to sell.
0: Exactly. Look at Mark Ingram, too. Like, well, Mark yeah, Ingram's a right. sell.
1: No, I'm saying, but... Well, Mark Ingram's 30. But I'm saying
0: great back, you know, in a system where they ran. I was just talking about this year. Like, if we were talking the way we are last off season, people are saying the same thing. Like, oh, Ingram, you know, he's old. He's going into this offense. Yeah, he'll be like a bridge. But he played very well.
1: But no, Derrick Henry's John, not that's old. What I mean. I'm he's not saying, old. But, like,
0: it, it, it's crazy how, you know, you know that he will have a relatively good production
1: for the next three to four years. And people are just devaluing. I'd be curious really. if I was to go on the dynasty yeah. ranks right now to see what people, where people slot Henry and in, in the top 15 running backs, give me a sec to look. This will probably be interesting to see. I mean, I'm in a tough spot because my other running backs are Chris Carson and James Connor. So who knows if they're even gonna be there next year? And at that point, Derrick Henry's not gonna carry my mm-hmm. running backs spot. So like I'm I'm trying to dump I, him, I, yeah.
0: It's, but nobody it's, wants him.
1: It's the kind of thing it where at this point sense you, you probably have to wait for the season. So I will tell you, let's see, okay. Here is the top, let's say twelve, because a lot of people play in a conventionally twelve league uh system. So usually there are twelve running back ones. So the top here, some of these aren't in a surprising order. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's one. Barkley is two. Camaro is three. Oh, Elliott is four. Dalvin Cook is five. Chubb is six. Mixon is seven. Henry's actually 25. Yeah, he's eight. Miles Sanders is nine. And Josh Jacobs is ten. Um, so interestingly enough, Henry is the oldest of the grouping of the top ten. But at the same time, you got Aaron Jones at 11 and you got Fournette at 12. So, you know, you look at that list and of the people that are in that same bracket, you can tell Henry's clearly valued over Fournette and he's clearly valued over Aaron Jones by the community, which is interesting. So what I have to say is I know he doesn't get many receptions. I'm looking at it right now. I think he has 74 in four years. But, last year, say he got, like, one reception a game. It, for some reason, he would score on it. Like, he'd have one reception yeah. for 70 yards and a touchdown. Like, he wouldn't have many receptions. Yeah, and I mean, they can shoot one. I mean, he going to do a Leonard Fournette this year. What did he have? 70 receptions. They weren't pretty ones, but you can force it to a guy eventually if you use them. So, this is a pretty divided like person in the community. I see the rankings. Uh somebody has him at 11, somebody has him at 11, somebody has him at 12 and then somebody has him at 3, 8 and 6 respectively. So some people view him slightly outside of the top 10 and some people think he, you know, one guy has him at 3 so he thinks he's a cornerstone. So I think it's just about finding the right seller at the right time and right now you're running into a window where again, off-season's all potential and it's just not the right time to sell him unfortunately. What well, have Oh, yeah. In the workings. Well, we can. I guess when you get to a trade, you're somehow going to find a way to ask <laughs> me more Derek Henry questions, so I'll just accept that. Hopefully, by next podcast, um, we I will well, have very a very exciting. That'll trade be something today. that I'm sure all of the viewers back home are going to be probably on the edge of their seat for. Uh,
0: Paying for the whole seat, but they only need <laughs> the edge. <laughs>
1: All right, let's let's Fair move enough. on, Tim, to You gotta buy high solo or something, since you didn't understand what we were doing.
0: Oh uh, yeah, because I'm mentally deficient. I have a buy low, and Mike, it's your favorite quarterback in the whole league, most handsome guy in the world, Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I think <laughs> that again, this is the most perfect buy low because his most recent game was miserable. People are looking at him as like a choke artist. Sure, in he game. is. Yeah, he played poorly. Yep, he is. But this last season. 27 <laughs> touchdowns, 13 interceptions, almost 4,000 yards passing, and he has a ton of weapons and a strong ground game to rely on. I think that he is a solid – again, this is me just the way I like fantasy. I like having relatively consistent players rather than, like, the big boom-bust guys.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he's, he's a good locker let me give you guys. somebody Dude,
0: who – Dude, you love looking at him in the locker room. Yeah, my let, bad. let me give I'll you make.
1: somebody – who, who's ranked lower well, you by the, get, you by get the fantasy at, so. and I'd rather have at this point. And uh, this is somebody who I already talked about. I don't even freaking. I don't like this quarterback. I'd rather have Bridgewater just because I'm more excited about the offense he's around. I mean, I watch Garoppolo and I, I can see that he can't throw the ball to the hashes whatsoever. I just, I, I can't I, also what's his value, right? So it's not even the, what are, what are you buying him for? Since he's a, a buy low for you, what do you think he's worth?
0: I think, you know, mid to low second.
1: Because again, you you got to remember that in a, in a in a two quarterback league on
0: the owner. Because again, when you see how poorly he played, because I can't imagine that he set, like. I just don't. I
1: just don't think he ever really had to play quarterback. Like they have a very good offense that can run the ball, and they do all kinds of you know jet sweeps and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't really think he ever was in that situation where he had to a, he, roll the ball for him in to game. be the He's very a risky Rogers. though because he's going to have a three-point Yeah but that that doesn't Yeah. But that's not but that's not good for fantasy. Right. Like they could win a game 40 to nothing. Uh, and this to throw the, ball let, let's time. talk about value, right? Uh somebody in our league traded Jared Goff for I think it was a mid to to Two early second, second. um I'd be much more excited about doing something like that and I don't like Goff at all. I think he's absolutely garbanzo beans. But at least at least Goff airs it out though. I mean, you, you know, but he's he it out. now that they have basically no run game, it'll be interesting to see if he throws more albeit less efficiently. It's it's I mean, I think Garoppolo is a good quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's uh, a yeah. good Kurt, Kurt, quarterback. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same boat as you, John. I I'd have yeah, it oh, sounds I'm like very far away. Hey, you. you taking, you're taking a leak over there, Tim.
0: You,
1: yeah, it didn't. It didn't work. I mean, I'm not going to edit that out either. I'm just going to keep reiterating <laughs> that when you think you're getting away with things, I'm not editing it out. You can hear how I am. All right, so so Tim's going. Tim. Yeah. Tim's so going. I think I'm. I'm real players, yeah, the value's yeah. there at a late second. I'm not excited about it. I'd rather take my chances at a dart throw. Yeah, go ahead, John. Who else you got? I I agree. Uh, a dude, I'm buying right okay. now. What, what's, what, what's your thought process I mean, just then? What do you uh, think about that? They don't have a defined second receiver there. They don't have a defined. I mean, they got, got uh, what's his name? Seth Roberts is gone. Um, oh, Willie Sneed's an absolute target. The guy the guy from the dog, but yeah. Willie, Willie, exactly. Willie Sneed, yeah. Um, Marquise Brown. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a d- different target. He's a little guy. Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin is six four two twenty. He ran a four four two, and Lamar Jackson loves hitting the tight ends. Yeah, I, he's a so big guy. I'll caveat this. I like it depending on what the Ravens do in the draft. I'm a little concerned with the fact that we have a one two twos and two threes. I'd say if they draft a guy in the first three rounds, I'm less excited about Boykin because I think it means that that regime doesn't trust him. If they come out of that draft with a late-round receiver, then yes, I'm a buyer just because I think that he costs you nothing and he has high upside. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I was doing the whole buy-low thing. But also, I don't think they're going to be able to run as much with Lamar. I think other teams are going to figure out how to stop that, and they're going to have to throw the ball. Like I think his only thing last year was they didn't really have to throw the ball, you know. Yeah. Like it, I mean, they didn't. But yeah. I think other and, teams going to figure out how and to I stop think, that. Oh, Tim got disconnected. All right, let's let's can't.
0: Yeah, no, I'll, no. And this I'll
1: I'll start a new one. Okay. Oh, wait, he got booted. Oh, see, that's how he's you do booted. it. Oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, back. That's back that's I, I just went.
0: rejoined. I don't know why. How would you get back in? But John, you I, get back agree. In? I like Miles Boykin, and I think that.
1: I mean, he, when, he's a free agent. I think both our leagues. I'm picking him say, up if I can. I remember. I'm actually trying to get a third to is pick on Reddit, him up, because
0: so I get you know. He's yeah, a big from there. On Reddit, if, if they no, they say that if you're drafted within the first three rounds, that usually means Half. That the team has plan for you. Miles Boykin, I think, was either a third or fourth round pick, and he was a third. Yeah, and he had great physicals. You know, great physical I stands, think he was he third. <laughs> Dude, he's he's six, I, I need to see him six, learn how four, to run around, to be a with 40, you. 40,
1: 40. I I will his, his physical stuff's there.
0: But you but Mike
1: uh, he, did he they used him he have It's weird chance, it's weird. It? I don't know if he didn't have the chance because they don't think he could do it or if he didn't have the chance because they had other guys. It's a little concerning to me he couldn't break ahead of Sneed. Besides besides Mark yeah, but besides Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown just running straight down the field, Sneed's good. Past everyone. I, I have to say, who Sneed's did Lamar good. Jackson really throw Sneed's a him? target hog. Sneed-, Sneed, was, Sneed was six yards and in, and he was automatic. But if you asked him to do another route, he was absolutely dead in the water. So, yeah, but who? I mean, Lamar Jackson wasn't exactly dropping back and letting yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. Develop. I'll, I'll say Nugget. I'll say Nugget. I think you can get him dirt cheap. So I'll I'll agree with you on that. I mean, that that was my whole thing. Like you can get him. He's probably on the free. Yeah, I can, like I can buy that. Um, on the waiver wire. Here. Mm-hmm. And it's a dynasty league. Like obviously yeah, in I, a regular league, I'm not drafting him. Um, another player I was looking at. This is this is going to be a little bit of a sneaky one because it, it hurts my conscience to say this. Uh, for a buy high, I'm I'm looking at Tyreek. Honestly, uh, I think that now we're at the point where we know that the NFL slash the Chiefs don't really give enough of a shit about his off field stuff to to stop him. And he scored 170 fantasy points, which is 26, and he missed That's six wild. games. So he actually so he actually scored 170. He came in one spot ahead of OBJ. Uh, and he missed six games. So this is a guy that people, for whatever reason, I think are just sleeping on him a little bit just because of the fact that he didn't score 275 points. If you can get Tyreek Hill for late, you know, back-end wide receiver one value, which is basically a mid-early first in the league like ours, slash maybe another player, it, I think it's a bye-bye-bye. I think he's going to have a huge Yeah, but
0: he's never uh, trained him.
1: Yeah, well, we weren't gonna na- we weren't gonna name league mates, but you obviously just broke that. The people in our league aren't trading. Them, well, so it i did
0: not naming people, but uh, he's my friend, so I can say
1: that. <laughs> no, I didn't care.
0: You really didn't. You didn't <laughs> pick I up on your that friend. Thing?
1: So if Milrod ever listens, he can know what he no you know, no no that, what I, you think I, about I, him not trading. Uh, a couple. So no no. It's just funny because Tim, was, how many beers like, have you had?
0: Three. You remember how you guys always say that some people in our league don't like making trades. The
1: first trade. Yeah, some some is in more than 65%. Some, but some guess, people yeah, like the person. Yeah. You
0: know, been in leagues together since high school. The first trade that any of us made was the trade when I traded Mike with Michael Thomas. That was the first trade I ever made in my life. So it's like, that's why we're so trade averse, is because that is
1: just not something that we did. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to get into the whole why do people trade or why do they not trade, because that could be a whole friggin' hour long segment. But yeah, it's. We can just yeah, it's it's talking some players here, too. You know, no, we're, we're not. I'm not. I, how, how many times am I going to reiterate? I'm not editing something. Like, you're pissed. You're taking a piss. Okay. It's going to be in there. I'm, the only thing I'm editing out is that John dropped 16 times because he has <laughs> a, a surreal Wi Fi. <laughs> uh, Tim, got what about Sandy you? you, got running another running guy on, you I, I
0: just had a cell uh, high because, again, my reading comprehension. Um, I think that Mike Williams. Is obviously not like too too high, but I think that you sell him because Tyrod is not going to help his value anyway. <sighs> and if they don't, he's weird to me. What do you think he's worth? What do you think he's worth? What you disag- him him?
1: I disagree. I disagree. What are you selling
0: him for? I'm not sure. I, I, I'm just saying for for this season. I think if if Tyrod's, I'm. Just, I just wanted to reiterate my point. If Tyrod's
1: under wow. center, yeah, but Tim, what what do you get for him?
0: I don't know, like, a second?
1: Like, what do you get in return? At that point, I think you just I, hold him. Uh, that's tough. I, I don't know. Because, um, yes, yes, I mean, I I agree that Tyron's not going to be good for well, them, but what if they draft a I, rookie I think I that comes in week would, seven? You, I have him in a league, too. I'd probably trade him for a mid-second. But he's probably a hold. I, I, I think he's a hold. I agree, John. I think he's a hold. I'm, I'm holding I, I for think, one more year. Show me what you got this I think year. In a different circumstance, without Noodle Arm Rivers, who can't get you the ball, because I, I don't, th- I don't think yeah, he really John, did right. anything that people are going to give you anything for. Him. Mm-hmm. Like last year, say, I mean, I had thousand, he had a thousand, he had a thousand yards, what do you on have, what three touchdowns do in the
0: draft, and it's what we do in our league, where everyone says we want to wait until after the draft because you want to see. I think this is one of the situations. Yeah. But...
1: I mean, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. True. No one's giving me anything for Derrick Henry. They're not going to give me something. Yeah, like that's weird. John is spot on with that. And I do have one more <laughs> I want to talk about, um, and then I'm good with this segment. I'll, I'll save my other ones. We can split some of these guys out. Um, I'm going to save the best for last year, and and I want to talk about somebody who I own in a league, so it might come off as bias, but AJ Brown is just an absolute freak among among everybody in this league at this point in his career let me let me name you some people he has outscored he he had 206 fantasy points he outscored dj moore with 195 his rookie year he outscored tyreek hill who we've talked about being hurt he outscored miles sanders and he outscored josh jacobs he had 13th in scoring overall of all wide receivers he had 1,051 yards with eight touchdowns, and he he did it on a whopping 52 receptions. So 20 yards per reception was his average per catch. I mean, half the year he was also playing with Marcus Mariota. This is these are obscene numbers. This is a, a number one wide receiver. I, I can't stress that if you can somehow get like if you could trade 1.3 or 1.4 or 1.5 for AJ Brown because somebody's getting rookie fever, you you have to do it. Mm-hmm. it Especially because, again, it's just one year. Anything, At, can absolutely, absolutely. Ha- anything can happen after one year. And Tannehill, well, Tannehill is sitting here. Over 30. Still. He's back. Yep. But, but again, is going to be there again, which is consistent, and I like that for Brown. And Derek Henry's going to be back again. This whole cast is here, and it's going to be consistent from year one to year two. So, he's a buy for me. I, I really like his chances to keep going. Um, he's, so, he's so physical when he runs his routes. I mean, he Absolutely runs over people. It's kind of crazy for somebody who's only six one. So I've been listening to some other podcasts on him, and I've been hearing that people would give up like a first round pick and a guy like Amari Cooper, yeah, for AJ I mean, Brown. Yeah, I think is that too much in a vacuum? Like startup, I'm probably still leaning Amari Cooper, but it is interesting because Amari's what twenty six. Something like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, AJ I Brown's so. twenty-one, so he's he's got five years on him. Uh, and I'd be curious to know how, how many points did AJ Brown score versus Amari Cooper this year? Amari Cooper was a little bit inconsistent too. Yeah, he he definitely played yeah, he was a little hurt, hurt though for out. most of the year. I mean he also has Tannehill. like is Tannehill gonna come back and it's just be the consistency was this year? I, I really think that it's going he gonna to or is he gonna a, be Miami more like a Tannehill. Garoppolo
0: thing run first offense, maybe a couple deep shots, whatever the offense needs.
1: Yeah, so Amari Cooper I mean, was down like with two hundred and sixteen be... fantasy points. AJ yeah, Brown was thirteen good. with two hundred and six. He scored ten more points. He's five years older. Um, Amari Cooper, I think a first in Amari Cooper is too rich to answer your question. Yeah, but he used to, yeah, I think, yeah. This, I think this, in a vacuum, just, um, um I good. still probably value Amari a little bit more and that's because I just know he's that guy. Whereas AJ Brown, you obviously still have only seen it for a year. So I have to be a little careful of that. Um, another interesting thing is I, as I look at these rankings, yeah, the number two fantasy scoring wide receiver for last year was Chris Godwin with 241 points. Michael Thomas scored 70 points more than him at 310. I mean, that's obscene to be that much higher as the number one scoring receiver. That's, that's Yeah, that's crazy that he was that much higher. Yeah. I, I realized it was high. I didn't know it was that much. But uh, it explains why Tim was able to use Michael Thomas and Michael Evans to uh, – I, I called him full name Michael uh, to waffle stop me in the was quarterfinals or whatever <laughs> we played. So <laughs> – who is I have I have one guy I want to talk about before we end. It's a guy I had on my team a little mm. while ago. Will he come back? And his name is Jared he Collins. is. Team friendly deal, he is gonna be back. He he restru- he took a pay cut, he restructured his con- uh um contract. And no, they're gonna uh, keep calling who Coleman. is he really competing with? Like their death is not good. None of them are good, but for some but reason. Whoever gets game. six and a half to ten carries a game, and yeah, there are somehow there's a way to get six and a half carries. You have to look it up in the book, but it's there. But but Shanahan wants a like, receiving. I back. think like, none you know, of them are really. Let me let me play the the side that you're talking about here and say Shanahan's one of those guys that has such an ego as like a, as a coach. That he 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 spent so much to get McKinnon, and he was laughed at. I could see exactly. <laughs> I could see him feeding McKinnon the ball just to prove that McKinnon was like a smart hire by him. So, like, who knows? That that's that's I what think, I mean. But but the way I mean. that this thing he's going to work is the up up best case pretty, pretty is quick. eight hundred rushing yards with six rushing touchdowns and like three hundred receiving yards because they just use too many guys. But that still makes him like a flex. So, like, if you want him as a flex, he's a buy. Oh, sure. oh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not saying give up a first round for him. I'm saying, yeah, he's a sneaky, I do the like that he's wire. back there. At, you know, he costs them nothing, so it's cause they can get out from under if they want. But I'm, I'm okay with that. Tim, you have somebody else you want to mention too, or do you have that? I was going to
0: go back to uh, what I was saying with like the knowing when to drop and all that. It just again, you, you got to see what the uh, the upside is, and upside is just the the path to points. Who is he competing with? And, again, the fact that he took a pay cut. And also, wide wide receiver stashes are much more common than running back stashes. If you have a good running back stash like someone like Bryce Love, someone that costs you nothing to get, but you can hold them, and maybe they will contribute for you, I think that's what Jared McKinnon can be. He's something that you can get for nothing, and maybe he will be fine. But you don't have to give up anything for him. Yeah,
1: well... Yeah, that's – I mean, that's true. But for every Phil Lindsay, there's a Bo Scarborough. So hey, Bo Scarborough keeps getting chances. Yeah, it's – believe me, he's on He's on my team. I've watched him do nothing. carrying uh, on weeks in a row that I'm not too excited. But it's the fact that you
0: get chances. It's just the opportunity that's there. Like when you look at the lines
1: – Yeah, I mean, half the points. I'm yet. saying
0: when you look at the lines and even when they're sounding people off the street, they're giving them 15 carries, you know that any running back on the roster is in play. That's how I feel about the. 49ers yeah. And is, dude, there. And, and a they're little giving, uh, carries to yeah. like whoever the hell the guy's name is, Wilson Jr. Well, I, yeah, Jeff Wilson Jr. They're just pumping the ball to random people. Jeff,
1: Jeff Wilson. Okay. Well, a segment that I want to save for next week, but talk about is uh, <laughs> you guys, I think, are going to enjoy this one. And it's who are we hitting the alarm on for running backs in their positions and who should be a little bit scared that they're going to be. Getting unemployment checks in a couple of weeks when the NFL draft comes. <laughs> so, well, we'll so, get there AKA next week. But it's a little sneak peek. Speaking of team. Detroit Lions, that I'm not too excited about. <laughs> Carry on Johnson, better watch the hell out because I think that team might be taking a running back. <laughs> definitely,
0: he's not a Patricia guy.
1: Oh, good. good. I think good. he's. An, I, I think that he's a good target for him still so. because I think that for people that might be trying to sell, it's worth the risk. But I'm not feeling great that they're going to stick with him. DeAndre Swift in the second. Yeah, but they have an early second. The they have a the third game. pick in the second. I, I mean, it's... I feel like they so, but here's be the funny thing. Holes, that so. regime right now so is uh, if they don't start winning some games this year, they're going to all get fired. So a running back is a position where if they can get in a running back that they can lean on, it it might make a difference in them actually being able to hold on for another year without getting the boot. So...
0: No, if you have on your Johnson and Bo Scarborough. Did that lie sneak run. through?
1: Nobody nobody ever said good. I have Bo Scarborough, so I'm feeling like I don't need to invest in this position. Even better. Well, but, yeah, yeah, so I so guess carry on Johnson, Johnson a and Bo Scarborough. Run. Run. He'll, be, he'll be going right next to Boyce Freeman in the grave. So when, when we get there, we'll talk about it. Good, hopefully. I mean, I'm gonna well, be a piece if of there's traction on that so, trade, I'd love to hear about that offline, I but right. I won't, we won't go into that right speaking now. Speaking of, They're trades. probably, speaking <sighs> of trades, just one person I would really like, yeah, to that's talk probably about good, guys for the best. moment, yeah, yeah, go, for it. Uh, go his, for it.
0: His name is Traquan Smith,
1: sure, man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean. My sentiment's like John. I mean, okay, let's let's play this game though. Let's let's play in your play space. Tell me what you're paying for them. Tell me what you're selling them for. I don't know, man. John wanted me to talk about him, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, you're not paying anything. I'm, yeah, Tim, when you, you cl- when you, you buy a collared shirt, they give you one extra button in case you lose this, one. So. I'm probably using the spare button from my collared shirt as payment for them. I'm, I'm not paying more than that. Might be an overpayment. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm keeping Tim, is this, do you have him? Did you get him in a trade with uh, another league mate? I forget, is that what you're asking about him? <laughs> no, I, I, I have Oh my God, three. I'm picking him yeah. up. Oh no, I dropped him. Uh, actually, another year. team I could I, I could still see year. taking a wide receiver just because there's so freaking many good wide receivers in this draft or the Saints. So, you know, going back to the whole Traquan should be very scared is because Emmanuel's there at the very least. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's 33, I mean, so you take another one. And then outside good. 600 receiving yards and four touchdowns, I don't know, as a deep gadget player. He's he's a better real-life player than I think he's going to be in fantasy, if that makes sense. I think he's still good for that team. I don't think he's going to do what you want for fantasy. I could be wrong. We'll look back at this in three months, and when Traquan Smith is a Tyree killed, you can tell me to eat crow, Tim. Once you drop him, he'll be good. Well, that's good because I'll have dropped him in all my leagues. So, Well, you keep well, him until he tears his true, ACL. True, but if I keep him, him he'll, him he'll probably tear his ACL. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to save my other people. There's a, there's a lot of bylaws Boom. I can talk about next week. Problem we, problem. we can work on what we want for our segments. Do we want to go into trade corner? I think we're kind of working that way anyway. I just want to talk about really quick about a
0: previous trade that I made. Uh, no, no, no. I was looking oh, at Mike yeah. Thomas, dude. Um, and, oh, my God, he's so good. No, okay.
1: So, sad so... I him. <laughs> well, you got two seconds in Sam Darnold. So, I mean, all things. Who did you take Straight with the forward? seconds?
0: That's, that's um, what we weird doing. Michael Gallup.
1: Was that one of them? Yeah.
0: And then I traded, uh, and then I got Daniel Jones.
1: Okay. So, like, there you go. Even uh, even though you probably would have liked Michael Thomas's 310 fantasy points over uh, Sam Darnold's 64, you still <laughs> <laughs> you still got something out of Should it. To be fair, he, we did not know he was going to be that good. <laughs> yeah, Gallup had Gallop hey, good. Was, a hit to by it. was a good draft pick. I think he did. I thought he did. Yeah. He didn't have 1,300 receiving yards, did he? Did he? Maybe he did. Maybe I'm misremembering. He no, oh, I thought he, 11, just, he 1100. just got over it. He had 1,100, but I don't even think he played a full year. Yeah, he got injured. Well, yeah. Uh, and I, well, he, last game was the game. Got he got over that. that. So he was he over before him. that, but barely. Like, that's when he hit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I love Gallup. I've been trying to train <laughs> Yeah, him. well, we want to go into that absolute. Uh, <sighs> With Tim for a like while. Like, open bro. wound that's festering. Okay. Yep. I mean, we, we we can if you want. All yeah. right. So trade corner. Like, I got a, I got one trade I was thinking of. Okay. And it was yep. Chris Carson, Tyler Boyd. Okay. For David Montgomery, and one of a fellow league mates. picked okay. Either pick thirteen. It was. Or 13. Say it one more time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chris Carson and Tyler Boyd for me. For David Montgomery and either David pick Montgomery, like twenty three. Probably be pick 20. I think pick 13 I like better than Boyd. So. That's why I think pick 20. Th- oh, pick 23. At least to pick 13. That's so why I was thinking pick okay. 23. Hmm. I. No, no, no. Pick thirteen okay. or twenty-three. I, I like, but I like it if those you are just do the picks it with he pick has, thirteen. So I probably don't like it if you do with pick twenty-three. I, I mean, I agree. I just don't think. What do you give pick 13? Because nobody likes Carson.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, that all okay. That's well, on it's another trade
1: that I have in the works. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking yeah, like four trades in the future, trades. All right. Trade, um, like, right, yeah. So, like I said, I but oh, but you okay? Just hy- hypothetically, you think if I gave Carson Boyd pick twenty? Yeah, I, I like it. I for get you. Montgomery and pick thirteen. I'm okay with that. I mean, I mean, Cinderella, I like it too. I think I think, um, I'm like for Montgomery. The right price. I think he's a I'm good not, like, all in, but I think he's somebody that if somebody is like, I'm sick of looking at his ass on my roster. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I've been talking to this guy, and I think he's kind of at that point. He was pretty willing to give him up. I mean, I don't think anyone really values Carson's Carson, in like the Eckler camp, which is People just for some reason never like eleven like, trust underrated. him. Yep, don't like him. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get he was hurt. Um. But I mean the last two seasons he's had over a thousand yards and probably eight to ten touchdowns. Yeah, I can get behind that. Something I'm in okay that range. That. I can see I, I can see them drafting a guy late, but I don't know how much it's gonna I mean he's had Rashad Penny up his ass the entire time. And yeah, he never that's took fair. Second okay. job. um let's let's do so. We can we expand we can expand on trade corner. I don't know more next week because we're already running into 80 minutes on this run and i think we have another 10 that i'm gonna have to look at from the other one uh let's do three to four total players so that or two three to four total trades so that's one uh we can also do player evals in here so do you guys have another one for me you want to discuss rookies or, or another one we want to talk about what we would do Player, player values slash trades because Players or trades. you could say, would I trade this guy for this value? So uh, we'll, we'll mix them. You can you can mix them here.
0: Would you trade um, Darius Slayton for a mid-second round pick? The guy was okay. late, late um, for the Giants, but he showed really, really good chemistry with Daniel Jones, and he even went toe-to-toe with really good defenses and performed very well. I think he had over 700 receiving yards
1: as a rookie. Slayton... Slayton's interesting to me because I have I actually have Slayton in my other league I got him as a free agent so he he costs nothing mm-hmm. um, I think that I'm at the point where I feel pretty good about roughly 15 rookies and my problem with Slayton is is he's a fifth round pick yes. and sometimes it works out you know Diggs is a great example of somebody who it works out and Slayton does look sneaky good. like he looks sneaky good honestly like I, I watch him play a little bit and I'm like okay this guy actually kind of has it more than I thought My my issue with with Slayton is going to be in it chronically him being a fifth round pick is going to chase him forever and I just don't know if it's going to cause people to consistently undervalue what he what he should be worth so I think I'm selling for a mid or early second pretty excitedly but I do think that like he has some potential and I like so
0: you're saying if you held you wouldn't be disappointed
1: no yeah I would say it needs to be the right offer and also it depends on my team comp is he my sixth best receiver I would sell him for a second for sure because I think I can go in a different direction Mm -hmm. You could you could even end up a quarterback there,
0: which is yeah. I would I would sell him if if I'm like looking
1: at Tim's team comp. He's really deep at receiver. I'd I'd sell him for a second, and then I would take a second and another receiver, and I would try to upgrade to a receiver past those two. Oh, definitely is what I would do. Why? Because I think the second has value to everybody in the league, whereas people are going to have very like high and low perceptions of Slayton. They could draft somebody pretty but easily in really second. I mean, I don't think they'll use a first. Year. Their first is going to be an yeah, Seventy-five to eighty percent sure.
0: To help Jones. How about but why, Jones? why would
1: they draft a wide receiver this year? I mean, they have um, who's old. Not excited. No, but they have um, Golden Tate. Sterling Shepherd. They been have Justin Olfin injured. Okay, but I he's still around this year. Always. They have Sterling Shepherd. Shepherd, I don't think they're going to pick up his option. He's a 2nd okay, They don't have an option. Fine, they have... Oh, they have Corey Coleman? Fine, All right, I redacted everything. You're right. We're, we're probably... Yeah, they probably won't take it. <laughs> Corey Coleman. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I mean, legal. you Hard would if words. it was legal. I'm, I'm it's it's yeah, an illegal right move, but but if you could, I understand the sentiment. <laughs> well, if I'm the yeah, guy... Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're like... Uh, other I've been a Corey Coleman believer since And they still think he's going around the corner. So... It happens, yeah. So, Tim, good question. Uh, I think lead comp matters. Well, Josh, I'm, I'm selling for a second player. if he's a, a depth player for me, and if if my team is close to competing and somebody wants to take a chance on him, I think I, I'm I sitting agree. on him because he's a dart thrower. I'd love the chance to see what he competing. becomes, and you. Okay. You, you're in the same boat, John. You're you're buying for you're you're selling for a mid-second if you're in that similar situation. Yeah. But if, yeah. if I'm not competing, if, yeah. At it's, it's, the same them. time, though, if I'm There's not competing no and I think I can take that second and I can, I can use it to get another young guy. What's what's Slayton's age? Something makes me think Slayton's like an old rookie. I'm I feel to like 24. he's a 24 year old rookie. Yeah. 23 years old. Is he 23? Still kind of, it's kind of old for a rookie. That's, that's, yeah, I mean, he's got a little bit of this perspective. For Juju, Juju Smith Schuster is going he's into done his done. fourth year and he's 23. <laughs> so, so I didn't either until I looked at oh. Smith Schuster's age on this. <laughs> oh, it's wild. Yeah, see, so I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So smith, yes, I'll talk about him in another one. But smith huge. is somebody who I, I like a lot this coming year, um, just because of what I think that his potential is. Okay. I was actually gonna, okay. I'll I was actually going to gonna talk about that and just kind of the Steelers offense as a whole. Between him, between him, James Conner, um, Big yeah. Ben's coming back. Do to you want? You Aaron want to go Brown. by? So. Long story short, uh, uh, who my knows? take on the Steelers' offense is there's a lot of potential for fantasy points, and I, it's going to be interesting to see who steps up. They're in a weird spot because they they got rid of all their picks. They only have a second and then I think a fourth. They actually only have, I think, five picks total in the draft, which is the least they've had in years. Uh, and word on the street is that they want to use the second on a running back, which will be, you yeah. know, if, if that happens, you can take Taylor and you can put him right next to Royce Freeman, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit above him. Connor, yeah. You can put him right next to Royce Freeman. Uh, you, can Connor, Connor, you can put him six feet and You could put him with Wednesday. Uh, he's not as dead as Freeman, but he's yeah. he's not doing well. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Honestly, um, I'll take, I'll Smith take Schuster, I like because I think we've just seen board. him do it and he's young. And for some reason, people all of a sudden think he's worth like a second. And I think that last year he was worth two firsts. I know some leagues where people are drafting him as the number one wide receiver, like ahead of everybody. So You know, the opinions on him vary, but if you can get him for like a late first somehow, or if you can trade a running back for him, I was actually in talks in in our other league with the league mate to try to trade David Montgomery for him. I think that that's the kind of trade where somebody who really wants a running back might do it. And I think it's tremendous, like Smith-Schuster value just in a vacuum. Yeah, I, I like it. See, I was trying I, think to I think that's seconds. two dart throws for a, a top ten receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean we've seen him Before. do it. So the question is how does he handle number ones and what's gonna happen with a new quarterback? But they still that team is a lot of moving parts. They're in a weird position with that.
0: He's thirty seven.
1: I mean, everyone's so excited for Big Ben to yeah. come back, but this this he's is going to – So, I'll play 38, 38, 37 the 37 coming off this, this, which an elbow is, injury. Smith-Schuster is a good buy, and then he's probably going to be a good sell again. And I think what you want to do is you want to take him, and then I think by week eight of this year, if he's humming along, he's a good sell if you can take him and all of a sudden give him for an early first. Because I think that people are going to forget that a year out, they're going to have to still be looking at their quarterback situation. This year, no. This year, you this think year, no, next year, they're gonna they're gonna have to is look at somebody. or they're gonna take a free agent? They're, you know who they should they should pick up is they should pick up Cam Newton. They should pick up Cam Newton and have him sit behind for a year. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, they should pick up Jameis Winston.
0: Cam he, he doesn't have not, a choice right Cam now. Is I don't think he's has behind someone
1: for a year. He's. I don't. Yeah, only, I, mean, I don't think so either. But he's. I feel like he's not the guy. That's gonna he sit he somebody. he's going to want to go. James Winston. In... The Chargers have made it clear that they're right. not taking anyone. Which is they're not taking anyone in free agency. I should say they're probably going to take Herbert. But they're the only really technically open team. So the only question is, does Cam Newton think he can go to Jacksonville and and beat you know somebody like freaking Gardner Minshew? Yeah, which he probably could pretty easily. He's a former MVP. I think he should be able to <laughs> Gardner, beat Gardner Minshew, too. even though Minshew played admirably and. Nothing but respect for what he did, based on where he was picked. But still, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But I don't know if Cam Newton's going to be able to, you know, play that hard and fast with a team. Yeah, I, I don't think I I can't take him him for for reasons. But at the same time, I'm just saying, like, if I'm a team like the Steelers and I'm their front office, I think that like I like the idea of him sitting in a system that. Tomlin's kind of stubborn, so Tomlin's going to keep his system. So the question is, would Cam Newton go for a year and learn it under Roethlisberger beforehand? Rudolph's a, a, clearly not the answer. We we saw Rudolph. There's nothing to get excited about there. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, Duck, Duck is miserable, too. The, the fact that Duck somehow argue. makes Mason Rudolph look good is kind of worrisome. You you really think they go? It. Yeah, I mean, the rumor is they, they have, have more pressing needs, too. but I guess I mean I guess they have a solid. Their lines yeah. old. Well, they could get another line like what? Well, uh, their receivers are I actually like Deontay Johnson there a lot. Oh, um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, I agree. Uh, James China Washington. got Ebron. Three. Which you not know what? Either. Funny enough, that's a that's a <laughs> that's a signing that I bet you some people are going to get excited about, and it's He's like Pittsburgh has. They're so far removed from making a tight end relevant. I don't give a shit about Iran. His hands are garbage, and his route running is questionable. I think he had that one year with Luck, where he where Luck made him. It, yeah, he he was actually one of my sell highs. If you had him, yeah. People are people are definitely disagree. really excited about him going to Pittsburgh. That's that's all it is. Is, is players going to new teams and people get excited, even. Even um, Robbie Anderson, yeah, oh, yeah. like well, people were excited, excited as Robbie it. Anderson, who was just like excitedly so, waiting for him to go to the Eagles, and that didn't happen. The whole uh, balloon deflated. Oh, we also had a we also we also had a league <laughs> mate who was it. just excited no. about Robbie Anderson. At least, he, cool. at least we, he realized we, he we wasn't doing anything that. for him, and he finally put him where he belonged, which was on the bench. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess the, he was on the true pine. <laughs> he bench, was on the non-roster pine. <laughs> All right, this thing oh, this, man, really pretty this is pretty good for an, an, an inaugural into, uh, pod yeah, here. Okay, we're we're okay. at an hour forty-ish yeah, exactly. minutes, uh, if you include the the unedited drop and and ad that we had. So, I'm feeling pretty good about where we're at for this one, boys. Do you guys want to wrap it up? Any closing thoughts before we're back? I love football. Yeah, that's good. Well, next week we might have a segment called, you know, things that Tim did that were regrettable. And and one of them might be his Jimmy Garoppolo take. So we're going to be filing that.